What's up, everybody? It's your host, Rob Morris. Listen to the Rims and Nets podcast, episode seven. Uh, so, I mean, we got a packed show this week. Um, like I said, I just finished watching the um, the, the Bucks-Raptors uh, game, game one. It's a pretty good game. I mean, a game of runs. Uh, Raptors, I felt, had most of, had control of the game. But, uh, you know, Brooke Lopez had a big game, and and he, you know, he caught fire from three. He, he definitely got them in the position to, to pull away and win that game, even without Greek Freak scoring, you know, in that end of the fourth quarter. So that, that's huge for the Bucks. If I'm the Bucks, if I'm the Bucks right now, I'm I'm sitting, I'm sitting really good right now, knowing that we got a 1-0 lead at home. We defended our home court. We did what we needed to do. Greek Freak didn't have a strong game. He had a good game, but it wasn't a strong game. And you know he, you got other guys that you can go to down the stretch that can close out a game for you, because the Raptors are were there. You know, Kyle Lowry had a nice game. I mean, I thought this one of the better. I've, I've never seen Kyle Lowry play that well in a playoff game. I thought he had one of his better playoff games of his career on the road. You know, Kawhi had a good game as well, and they still was able to pull that game off without Greek Freak having a huge, huge game to carry them. You know, that, that just shows you the depth that the Bucks have that – Makes them, you know, a, a competitor to the Warriors if they do get by the Raptors. And I'm not saying the series is over. It's still a long series. I still feel this could go to distance. It could go six to seven games regardless of, of the result of this game because they still have to play in Toronto. And I feel like that's going to be a tough task for the Bucks to play in Toronto. But it seems like the Bucks, you know, they play well at home and they play well on the road. You know, they're balanced. Um offense you could say they're balanced offense because they have other guys they can go to they have Middleton they can go they can go to he didn't have a strong game and they still found a way to win still put up over a, a hundred points even with Middleton having a you know a poor game they still have other guys they can go to I mean if I if I had to say part of the deeper teams in the east I would have said you know Celtics even though they overachieved I mean underachieved and then the Bucks will be right after, right after the Celtics. So, Raptors did have a deep team before they traded Mark traded for Marcus All. When they traded for Marcus All, they really gutted their depth. Now I feel like the Bucks have the advantage in that aspect. They're they have a better bench, and a, you know overall a deeper team. So that I mean coming in. Into the series, I thought you know the Bucks had the advantage on with their bench, and that could play a huge part of them winning that series. Because I feel like overall, I think the starting lineups are pretty even. You know, you know Eric Bledsoe matches well with Kyle Lowry. Um, I don't know if Brogdon started the game. I didn't watch the beginning of the game, but I feel like you know, if, let's just say if it was we've seen the regular season um, regular starting lineups, you know, Brogdon would match up with Danny Green. That seems pretty even, you know, Middleton with Kawhi Leonard. I say, you know, Middleton's going to have his games where he goes off. And then Leonard obviously is going to be consistent. But I still feel like Middleton is an all-star in this league. So he's he could be 
it's not going to be a landslide that Kawhi Leonard is going to win that. Obviously, Kawhi Leonard wins that matchup, but it's not a landslide. And then Brooke Lopez, Marcus All match up pretty evenly. And I feel like, obviously, you could tell by this game that Lopez is, has the advantage over Marcus All. He just had a better season. I just feel like Gasol, you know, has showed some signs of aging this, this year. He hasn't been the same guy he was in the past. And then, obviously, that four spot with Saikiem and... um. And Greek Freak, you know, I would say obviously Greek Freak wins that pretty handily, but um, Sakim is no slouch. Same thing with the, you know, the the Leonard and and Middleton matchup. So that you know that that series starts out with a bang with with a very competitive game, even though the Bucks pulled away at the end. Um, like I said, I will have. You know, the article for, you know, I'll give you a review of game one for both sides. Also, the Western Conference Finals. And I'll always give you in-depth matchups on how, you know, it should play out throughout the series. That Look out for that article at the end of the week. And then, um, yeah, I watched the game yesterday with the Warriors against the... Uh, the Warriors against the... Excuse me. Against the Trailblazers. And... That played out like I expected. You know, Trailblazers are a young team. You know, they've never been here before. They've never been to the Western Conference Finals. So I knew that, you know, game one is always critical in every series. And the Warriors know they, you know, they're at home. They know they have to take care of business. I knew they were going to come out with that effort, even without Kevin Durant. This, you know, Warriors, they've been there. They've done that. You know, Steph Curry, you know, he got hot in that game. I feel like the defense needs to improve. They need to do a better job of, of defending the pick and roll. Like, Steph Curry literally walked into a lot of those threes, and uh, I'm pretty sure Terry Stotts is going to make adjustments to that next game. Like, you can't allow him to walk into those threes after, you know, he set a high high screen and roll, and there's no big to, to at least try to at least show Steph that I'm going to – I will contest your shot if you do attempt it. You know, I, I felt like the bigs sagged off of him a little bit too much, thinking that he, playing him to drive more than to shoot, that's just really bad defense on the Trailblazers' part. Like, they got to be a little bit better at defending, you know, the three-point shot when you have, like, one of the best three-point shooters of all time, <laughs> like, you're playing against. Like, you can't sag that off of him. Like, i seen... You know, footage of Zach Collins is sagging off of him by three feet. And Steph Curry literally could walk into a three. Like, that's like, <laughs> that's Scooby Snacks. Like, that, you can't give, you know, literally the best shooters of all time that much space to just attempt a three. You know, he shoots shots under duress. You know, he shoots tough shots that are well contested, let alone wide open shots. So it's like, that's a huge mistake they got to fix in game two if they want to be competitive in this series. And same thing with Klay Thompson. Klay Thompson, you know, he had a he had a pretty good showing as well. So I thought the Warriors bench was pretty good as well. So, you know, and Kerr's done a good job of rotating guys and certain, and he's gotten the most out of, you know, you know, he's gotten the most out of Kavon Looney. I thought Kavon Looney played great defense in that game, was physical. I mean, he's night and day. So I remember, you know, watching Kavon Looney, when he was a rookie, I mean, he was slim. Like, he definitely is 
bulked up over the years and he's more of a physical guy. I I seen one of one possession where he just literally just you know carved out space to get an easy two. I'm like, okay, that's that's weight room right there. <laughs> so yeah, I mean the Warriors got they got the death. You know they, they should be getting Durant back hopefully sooner rather than later if it's the, if the injury is not as serious as we think it is. Um, so I mean even even without Durant, I still feel like they might have the advantage either way. They just they're just more experienced. They they've been there. They've done that. They won a championship without Durant. So I feel like this Portland team just isn't ready for the moment just yet. I, I don't want to just say, like, it's a foregone collusion they're going to win the series, but I just feel like they have a huge advantage in that one, and it's because of their experience, because they've been there, done that, and the Portland Trailblazers have not. So, you know, sometimes you got to take your lumps in order to get to where you want to get to in this league, particularly if you want to move on to different rounds. I feel like Portland improved themselves to get into the Western Conference Finals. They've never been there before, so... This is part of it. You you deal with it. You play against a team that's an all time team like the Warriors. I mean, I don't. I you sh- it's going to be tough to beat that team, especially when they were playing like that last night. So obviously, yeah, we'll have the matches for that as well on the article. So for both series, we'll have in depth analysis and stuff, and pinpoint each each matchup through the starting lineup all the way to the benches and see who has the advantage and probably give you a prediction at the end of the article as well. So uh, stay tuned for that. And like I said, a lot going on this week, particularly when it comes down to the draft. Um, the draft lottery also was last night. And um, <laughs> it was a very interesting night to say um you know everyone was projecting you know the Knicks had the best odds to get the number one pick along with the Suns you know and um I believe it was the I think it was the Suns Knicks and Grizzlies I'm not mistaken if I'm if I'm not mistaken by that but I feel like it's those three teams but it definitely um shaped out a little bit different than we all expected it tends to do that every year. A team that we don't expect, you know, jumps ahead, you know, and ends up getting in a position that we didn't expect. Like the Lakers jumped from 10 to 4 as the Lakers got the fourth pick. So, and then Memphis jumped as well, and they re- they end up uh, getting the second pick. And we all, we all were surprised that the Pelicans got the number one pick. We knew they would have a good chance to get at least into the top five, at least. And I think they jumped as well. I think they had a huge jump as well, as well as the Lakers. So, yeah, so they were able to get the number one pick to get Zion Williamson. I mean, you'd be crazy not to pick him. He's a projected pick. So, you know, <laughs> don't cheat yourself. Oh, oh, well, this team has a better fit. Oh, let's, let's pick a guard. No, you you pick you pick Zion Williamson, <laughs> and um, like I said, they probably they need a they need a big anyways, you know, because Anthony Davis obviously, you know, he's not expected to come, you know, to be on the team next year, you know, if they can find a deal in the off season for him, but you know, I've heard 
reports saying that, you know, he could get traded offseason. I've heard reports that they're trying to build around Anthony Davis. They're trying to get him a max deal. Maybe getting the number one pick can can, can entice him, can um, convince him to stay. So I've heard, I mean, reports all over the spectrum. So we'll have to see how that goes in the offseason, what will happen. I mean, July 1st is probably the biggest day of the NBA season to see how everything shakes up, see where everyone goes. And and the Knicks, I, yeah, it, it hurts. <laughs> it hurts the Knicks a lot. And I've heard, I've watched a lot of, a lot of um, footage from, you know, ESPN shows, like particularly Stephen A. Smith reacted very, <laughs> he reacted very like he was frustrated that you know, he lost out on the pick. As he should, he's a Knicks fan, a long-term, long-time Knicks fan. So he had like a, or he had a breakdown on social media saying, you know, just frustrated. I mean, as he should. I mean, the Knicks have had, you know, horrible luck over the years. So, and they're breaking down, almost about to cry. <laughs> so, I mean, it's it's crazy, though. It's it's crazy. We have to see how everything goes. Um, like I said, the Knicks get the third pick out of the whole thing. So, the the, the horrible Knicks luck continues. And what do they do from here? I mean, obviously, free agency is probably the biggest thing that's going to happen to them this offseason. You know, what's going to happen with Kevin Durant? What's going to happen with Kyrie Irving? If they can get those two guys, I mean, I don't think the, them losing out on the lottery shouldn't be that huge of a deal if that happens. If they're able to get those two guys together. So it just would have been icing on the cake if they would have got Zion Williamson. And, I mean... I mean, I think it would have been good for the NBA if he, if he would if Zion Williamson would have went to New York, but you know the New Orleans get him, so we'll have to see how that goes with the Anthony Davis front as well. Obviously, it's going to make it that much more harder to obtain Anthony Davis because they they have the number one pick, so. You know, it's not like they're in a desperate position to move them. So, you know, the more desperation that they had to move them, the more the price goes down. Now that they don't have much desperation to move them, the price goes up. So, like I said, we just have to see how it goes. We definitely have to see how it goes. Now we're going to switch gears. Um, But in the next segment, we're, we're, we're going to... We're gonna switch gears. We'll give you the for the next segment. We're gonna give you the um, my mock draft that I put together. Um, I, I have a full first round mock draft of you know now that I know the whole order. Now I'm able to you know to put together the whole mock draft. I'll post it on the site as well. So you know, stay you know look out for that. So out right. Uh, so in the next segment, we'll be right back. We'll give you the the full complete breakdown of every player in, in, in my first round mock draft. All right, we'll be right back. <laughs> 